What's going on, everybody? Patrick here. I'm flying solo today, and I'm really excited about this interview. And I think all of our viewers are going to be really excited for this interview because it was kind of, we did a little market research, found out that a lot of people that follow us and um, are really interested in men's health are really also interested in men's self-care. And so this is for everyone. We found a really amazing entrepreneur, Michael McGuire of GM Revolution. It is a male skincare product line. So Michael, thank you for taking the time to talk with me, educate our viewers, and really kind of get down to the nitty gritty and the importance of men's self-care, which is, I think, a growing field, but still has not established itself enough. So thank you again. Yeah, absolutely, Patrick. Thanks for being here. Uh, I know you're riding solo tonight, but uh, I think this is going to be a great conversation. And, you know, just right off the bat, what I heard you say is, is, you know, educate that, I'm, you know, I'm here to educate and that's, that's your purpose. And, you know, I love to say that everything we're doing is, is for educating men. So just right off the bat, I know, uh, you know, just from our previous conversations and going back and forth before this, uh, that's why I was so excited to join here today because you guys have that exact same philosophy as us at GM Revolution. Absolutely. I, I think it's kind of part of being a pharmacy student. We learn so much and it's, um, I think it's, it's kind of doing our due diligence to let people know what we know. And, and obviously when science backs something, it's really hard to discredit it. Um, and so that's really what we're all about. And, and I know there's a ton of science and skincare. I mean, I, I'm sure you, you probably have a chemistry degree by now, if you, if you didn't have one before. Um, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about GM Revolution. What was the, the true inspiration behind you starting it? Yeah, absolutely. And so I guess, you know, my background in the skincare industry, and I want to preface all of this by saying that I understand that myself being, you know, just a normal guy in the United States of America, that my story is a little bit unique when it comes to, you know, being in the skincare, being in the beauty industry. It's not very standard. And I understood that from a very young age. I grew up in the industry. My mom, um, she actually had her own line of products herself. And so when I was younger and, you know, first experiencing, you know, when I was a teenager, you picture you're coming home and, you know, you start seeing acne for the first time. Uh, while I was actually, you know, getting treated by my mom, she would, she would have a new product that she was about to release. You better believe that, you know, my face was the guinea pig for every product. Um, and so for me, it was, it was pretty standard growing up in this industry. I mean, I had a skincare routine by the time I touched 13 years old and um, it hasn't really changed, changed since. And so for me, that's, that's where it got started. Uh, that's how I was introduced to it. And it, it really was second nature. And if you think about, um, and I'm sure you have a lot of female followers as well, uh, for them, it was, it was probably, my, my story probably resonates with them of, you know, it was second nature to, to start caring for your skin, especially right around, you, you really first get introduced when you start seeing uh, hormonal acne right in your early teens. Um, but it wasn't until I went to college that I started to look around and say, wow, like I am the only one here who brought a cleanser to college. Um, <laughs> you know, I was like, I, I think I'm a little different here. Um, but I just didn't know, like I said, for me, it was, uh, it was very second nature, everything that I was doing. Um, 
but I started to look around and I, I saw that there was a massive gap in, in the industry and how men were educated on how to take care of their skin. Most men just don't know. That's, that's the big reality of it. And I, I never judge men for coming from where they are because if my mom wasn't a licensed esthetician, if she wasn't, you know, if she didn't have her own line of, of skincare products growing up, I would be in the exact same boat. So I was very fortunate to have that education, but I recognize that most men just don't have it. And so that is, you know, from that belief, that's where the whole idea of GM revolution was born. Um, and we're actually coming up in July, we're actually reaching our official first year uh, in business. And so it's been a great year. Uh, I've, I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about men's health um, and just of how we're, how we're approaching men's skincare. But we started GM Revolution last year, um, actually during the pandemic of, you know, I, 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 was, I came home, I was with my mom and it was initially just, you know, in that service industry and she still runs her spa. And in that service industry, it was really hard, you know, during the pandemic to, you know, there were no in-person services. So how do you exist? Um, and so I kind of, you know, I, I took the opportunity of my, my background in, in entrepreneurship um, and my passion for it. And, you know, we went to work of uh, those months where she couldn't see people, she couldn't have any clients. Um, instead of doing nothing about it, we were actually formulating an entire new brand. And that's where GM Revolution was born. And so it's a little crazy to, to see that, you know, we're approaching that, that one year mark, but it's been a great year. I've, I've gotten to meet a lot of people and it's what's brought me to this podcast here today. Yeah. Congratulations on one year. We just had ours. We are also a child of the pandemic. Men's Health Unscripted yep. is. Um, I could, that, so everything, a lot of stuff you just said really resonates with me. And then also I would probably have to say that at a certain point in time in my life, I'm also guilty with using the same bar of soap that I wash my armpits with on my face. Sure. You know, I think every guy has two and one at least once in their life. <laughs> yep. And and what we 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 never judge. Uh, you'll you'll see a lot of other companies, a lot of men's marketing, shaming men for for their practices. Um, but you know, how how can you shame someone for doing something when they don't know the difference? Uh, right. You know. So we we what we say when people because there's the joke of the three and one the like the four and one, five and one, they're probably using it for toothpaste as well. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll never shame someone because you know what, at least they're doing something, you know, at least they're doing something to wash their face, to take care of themselves. So we'll never shame our purpose. It's to just show them there's another way and there's a better way. It's um, really neat that you said your mom is an esthetician and that's kind of your foot in the door. Um, do you have any other background personally? I mean, um, as far as medicine or sure. school, like what's your educational background? Um, not that saying it matters. I mean, being an entrepreneur, you can do anything. But um, is, is there anything else that really made you passionate about this or just identifying a gap and just sure. in there? So, so it, it's, it's interesting. And, and maybe one day I'll be able to connect the dots. Um, but my, I actually have a degree in, in mechanical engineering and I actually had a focus in entrepreneurship as well at college. And so um, 
what I, what I took from the engineering background was just the concept of problem solving. Uh, and I figured if, you know, if I could survive thermodynamics, you know, I, I can probably survive elsewhere in the world as well. Um, but I really fell in love with entrepreneurship. I had a fantastic entrepreneurship department where I went to school and that clearly became my passion. And so before GM Revolution was born, I had a personal mission statement of turning engineering into entrepreneurship. And so really solving real world problems that matter. And so maybe that is a connect of the dots of, you know, men's skincare is so much more than just like a skincare routine. And I'm sure we're gonna dive into this and that's exactly why I'm talking with you today and the work you're doing with, you know, Men's Health Unscripted of there's so much to unpack of there's a bigger problem that we're addressing here. For sure, I mean, every time we find something new, we're like, oh, we need to cover this. oh, there's 50 other things we have to cover. I mean, it's, I think that's why I love the just concept, the overall umbrella of men's health, because it's so untouched. I think, you know, we wouldn't still be doing this if we didn't think we were in a great niche as well. And I think you're in an amazing niche because it's like, it, it doesn't exist. And like I kind of alluded to before when we were, uh, pre-recording was that a lot of our family friends, women that want to get their dad or brother or something can't find anything specifically geared towards men. It's women's or kind of neutral, but it's not like, hey, slap you in the face. This product's for you. And honestly, we need that. I mean, we just need to be told, hey, this is for you. We're not... Um, I guess out of the two sexes, maybe we're not the brightest crayons in the box. But sure. Hand, I, up. You know. <laughs> hand up, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're kind of formulating your plan to launch GM Revolution, was there anything in particular that you really wanted to attack as far as a guy's skincare routine? Or was it kind of like what we just talked about, like, oh, there's so much, you know, I, I know that being an entrepreneur, you really have to, you have to kind of scale it and, and formulate, but, you know, what was the, um, the true inspiration or, or, or maybe the main focus of the product line? Sure. Yeah. So we can, we can talk about the line and then we can probably dive into the mission as well. Um, and so when it comes, when it comes to men's skincare and when we're formulating the line, so my experience, you know, from, like I said, from my mom's skincare line that, that I grew up using, it has 12 plus products. I, you know, I probably couldn't even name them, uh, name all of them. That's how many products there are. And think back to a typical women's bathroom. Like you, you wouldn't be shocked if they had over 50 bottles, jars, creams, just lying around. And they probably know what each one does and they probably use them all. Good for them. That's fine. But when it, comes to, when it comes to men's skincare, we knew early on that simplicity was the key of, you know, men aren't going to want hundreds of products. They're going to want something that works. And so really the whole idea that really formulated GM Revolution was result-driven skincare. Give a man what he needs. He doesn't need any more. He doesn't need the fluff. He doesn't need, you know, all the extra stuff. Just give him the, the essentials of what he needs 
and nothing more. And, and, and what we've seen is that, you know, men have really embraced the, the whole concept of, we, we carry five products, that's it. We have a cleanser, two moisturizers, an anti-aging cream, and a weekly charcoal mask. And really the whole idea of it was five products designed to act as one. It's really just one product. You know, th we, we think of the whole line as one product that it's an integral part of your, your morning and night routine. So simplicity and results driven. Cause if, if it's not working for men, they're not gonna touch it again. Men, we, you know, very results oriented. Uh, they're not gonna waste their time with something that they probably weren't even interested in, in the first place. And if it doesn't work, if they don't feel the results, if they don't see the results right away, uh, they lose interest. So that, that, is, that, that was the philosophy of, of how we cho choose which products to introduce and how many. So do you have a goal with your products as far as how long would someone expect to see results? I mean, I know in pharmacy, some medications work immediately. Some you have to wait four to six weeks to really start seeing an effect. I mean, is there, I know you have five different products, but is was there a goal to kind of get guys in a good time frame that you can say, Hey, you should probably see something around here. Yeah. So the beautiful part of skincare and the best part about GM revolution, and especially for, to create a sustainable routine, you have to see results immediately. And so the first time you put our products on, you will feel the results. First of all, you, you'll know they're working because you feel your skin feels different, but you also immediately see their, see the effects as well. So for example, uh, with our anti-aging cream or serum, what that's designed to do is bring blood to the surface. And so blood is what, and I'm sure I'm speaking your language now. Um, We're all about blood flow here. Like, yeah. like, I think you've seen it on, uh, on our social medias. We're big blood flow guys. And so you know that blood is, blood is what is going to clean out your system. Everything is moved through the blood in the system. And so the product, so the, the serum, it's the whole purpose of it is designed to increase blood flow. So the first time you use it, you're gonna see your, you're gonna see some redness and that's good. That's blood coming to the surface and flushing your pores, flushing the toxins out. And so you see the immediate results, but also over time, then you start to see other results of, oh, this fine line, this wrinkle, it's not as deep. Those are long-term results, but, um, and, and those only come with, you know, every single day, you know, being diligent and using it. But it's important that you do see and you feel uh, results immediately. So after just one use, um, you will see the results. And then there are also long-term benefits as well. Very cool. So do you have any advice for guys as far as, um, I'm a little bit familiar with face masks I've sure. here and there. And I do know that you kind of have to put a hot towel on there. You want to open up the pores. Do you kind of have any instructions that come with your, your products as far as to like, what, what, things do you have at home that can really optimize the skincare routine? Yeah. Um, the, the number one, and this is, this might be a cop-out answer, uh, is water. Um, water is, I mean, we can have a whole podcast on, on water, uh, <laughs> but water and blood flow are, are the two most important things. So any way that you can, you can increase those two things in your life, 
that that's the key. And so when it comes to skincare, there's so many environmental factors that go into, you know, having healthy skin. And so it's, are you eating correctly? Are you, do you drink? Do you smoke? Um, you know, how, how much sleep are you getting? We like to say that the skin is the window to the health of the rest of your body. Whatever is going on internally is going to pop up on your skin. You know, think of when you're stressed, you might start getting a few breakouts. That's not a coincidence. And so managing all those other aspects of your health. And I love what you guys are doing because you have such a holistic approach to everything. Um, you know, it's, you know, men's health is not just their skincare routine. It's not just working out. It's not just how they eat. It's everything. Um, and so when it comes to your routine, I just like to remind people of your products can only take you so far. It's everything else that you're doing in your life that is going to help, help just the health of your body. Your skin is an organ and it's the largest organ of your body. Yeah. Biggest organ you got. Exactly. Simple as that. So we always like to remind men that you have to treat it as you would treat any other organ. So whatever you're doing at home to, to help the rest of your body, it's going to show up right on your skin. Yeah, I love that approach just because with a few small changes and, and I'm, I'm guessing you've seen it, you know a lot about us uh, as well, but we try to, we don't really try to tell people that one specific thing is good because everybody's different. And I think that when you look at some of the other men's health programs, like especially the big ones, I'm not going to say any names, but they're like, you got to do this, you got to do that. And it's like all this kind of forcing yep. and it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. You got to wake up at this time and you got to do this before your first meal. Like, you yeah. don't know, like, you, don't, you don't know like what I'm going through or what I like my obligations elsewhere. Right. And, um, and I, I think that what I really love about our program specifically is that it's not the how to get abs in 10 days, how to be the ultimate alpha male 10 inch penis guy, like that, Red that's, that's not everybody. Right. We're geared towards the people that wake up every morning and go to work. You know, I don't have kids personally. I don't think any of us have kids. Um, but we're geared towards, I have family members that have kids. It's hard. Mm -hmm. You've got, you have to go to work, have kids. You have a wife or a lover, or, you know, someone you, there's so much in guys' lives that, and we do take on a huge responsibility. And so we're gearing it towards the people that have the opportunity to be like, Hey, maybe you can take 10 minutes out of your day to do this rather than spend five hours in the gym. Like the guys who have the 10 pack abs, a lot of them are paid to spend time in the gym or they're like, they literally don't do anything else. And I like to have fun. So, <laughs> Absolutely. So I think that that's where making something realistic for somebody. And I love that about what you guys are doing is you're kind of taking the five in one uh, for lack of a better term. And you're giving someone a, a real tangible product and it's like right there, realistic to use. It's not going to take you an hour to, well, at least I'm assuming it's not going to take you an hour to do the skincare routine every morning. Minute and a half max. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm filming and like, it's funny cause I'm filming from my mom's house cause we have these really cool lights and I wanted to test them out. And I could, if I picked up this computer and took it into my mom's bathroom right now, 
I don't think you could see the marble covering the sink because it's like everything. And yep. mom's like, she's 71. I hope she doesn't listen to this and get mad because I told everybody how old she is. But like, she looks really good. Like a lot of people don't know. So they're like, dude, how old your mom? Like, was she like 18 when she had you? And I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's definitely 71. And she just takes like really great care of herself and really get care of her skin. So I think that, but she spends a lot of time on it. So cheers to GM revolution for kind of tightening that up. And, you know, it's, it's really for, it seems like the guys that are kind of on the go. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's not revolutionizing your entire life. It's just creating a small intentional act for yourself every day of the first thing I do every day is, you know, my skincare routine. It's, it's so natural for me. And what that does is it reinforces the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is for me. Um, it's for my own health. It's for my own good. And the amount of confidence that that can give you carries throughout the rest of the day. And, and that's an intangible, um, and you might not believe me, that might sound like marketing, um, but it's, it's the truth of, you know, we, we live by the mantra of look good, feel good, of when you're feeling your best, you can literally do whatever you set your mind to. Um, and so that's what we're trying to do. We know that skincare cannot change the world, but we see every day how it can change people. Um, and we like to say people can change the world. And so, yes, I've worked on that phrase. Um, <laughs> I've <laughs> on the spot but it's the truth um it's those small intentional acts and skincare is just one part of it and that's why i'm here to talk with you because everything you're doing is just those other small little bits those small intentional acts of um you know are you spending right before you go to bed 10 minutes scrolling through instagram or are you spending 10 minutes you know journaling your thoughts down just different stuff like that small intentional acts throughout the day uh, to promote just that overall holistic health. Right. Nobody ever walked 10,000 miles in one step. You kind of had to do it in a lot of steps. Yeah. Eventually absolutely. get there. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I do completely agree with you. Skincare, not that mine is the best regimen, but it's gotten better over the years. We'll get you set up with some. Don't worry, Patrick. <laughs> Send us the address after. I've been scrolling. Uh, I've been scrolling through your your website, like looking at all the stuff, and I'm like, "Gosh, I'm missing out." So, but um, what I'd have to say is, you're absolutely right. Is if you do something for yourself, that self care, you're telling yourself in the morning and at night when you wake up and when you go to bed that you love yourself. Yeah. When you do that, not to get too hippy dippy yoga y um, on anybody, but that radiance, it does show. And I can say that even with myself from a couple years ago before I started pharmacy school to the transitional period of in pharmacy school, the changes that I've made in my own life, I think people have noticed. I've had friends that haven't seen me in a long time and they're like, you just look different. So, the self-love that I've imposed on myself is huge. And I really commend you for giving guys that option to discover that. Yeah, it's, you know, the, the concept of self-care and even the word of self-love, like that phrase, like that is not something associated with men. 
No. Just, <laughs> it, it's like, if, you know, a lot of, a lot of your guy friends, you know, have you ever heard one person, oh my goodness, I'm in a room and the lights just shut off. I need to stand up. Oh, there you go. That'll be good for the content. It <laughs> <laughs> said self-love and the room just went black. <laughs> um, that's funny, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's just not a phrase spoken amongst men. It's guys aren't talking to each other about self-care, about self-love of like, hey man, like what'd you do to treat, like to treat your mind and body today? You ever ask any of your guy friends that? Of course you haven't. I don't, I should. Right. <laughs> right. And it's, so it's, it's, um, it starts within first. And, and like you said, people recognize it. They're like, oh, give me, give me something of what Patrick's having. Like, I don't know what it is, but he's doing something. Uh, and then okay. a conversation can start. I will have to say a lot of my friends have started doing yoga with me because like, I, I remember saying it before I started, I've had some injuries and stuff. So I can't, I don't, not that I can't lift weights, but it's a kind of a burden on the joints at this point. Sure. I do a ton of yoga and walking, you know, just easy body weight stuff. And I started noticing that a lot of my friends were like, still doing yoga? Yeah. When's your next class? <laughs> yeah. Can I go? I'm like, I go every Saturday. Yeah. And so they're like, can I go? I'm like, yeah, come with me. And I've had some friends join the same yoga studio or at least go somewhere else that's closer to their house and do it. And so it's, it definitely resonates. Yeah. And so I think yoga is the perfect example of it's, I think it's the closest parallel to what we're trying to do with skincare of you go back 10 years ago, someone, a guy doing yoga was absolutely foreign. Uh, there yeah. were no guys in the studio. And then all of a sudden, you know, you start seeing some high profile athletes uh, start doing it. And it's now it's now it's getting a little more mainstream, but going back to what I was saying about men need to see results immediately. If a guy goes and tries yoga for the first time, he's going to wake up the next morning more sore than any workout he's ever done before. And so he feels those immediate results. Same thing with the skincare. You see the immediate results on your skin. But also with yoga, you see the long-term benefits the more you do it as well. Of Maybe that first time you couldn't touch your toes. You know, As you do it, you see the long-term benefits of like, you can see the progression of how flexible you are, how healthy your body is through the long-term results. Same thing with skincare. You get the immediate results, but the long-term benefits, someone, you know, and you might not see it now, you're young, our skin's really healthy right now. Our skin's probably the best it's ever going to look in our lives. We don't have acne anymore. We don't have that much premature aging, but you look at someone, you know, now when they're 20, you know, young 20s um, through when they, you know, start late 30s, early 40s, you can tell the person that has taken care of their skin the entire time. Um, and same thing with yoga. You know, it's that I like, I love that parallel. I think it's, it's very similar. I definitely appreciate that. And, and you're kind of hitting the nail on the head here. And uh, something you said, it, it was a little off, but it, you're, the entrepreneurship is just kind of triggering me to ask this question is like, so how have your clients and customers over the last year reacted to this product? I mean, what kind of feedback are you getting? And do you um, kind of take in what people say, make some adjustments? I'm sure over the course of a year, you've probably had to make some adjustments. 
Um, like what, you know, how do you, how do you adapt to the climate of uh, yeah. skincare? Yeah. And so I think, okay. So when it comes to, you know, building a brand um, and when it comes to reaching the customer where they're at, I think the biggest adjustment we had to make is, and this came from my own bias of, you know, I, I grew up in the industry and I'm, I'm aware of that, but I didn't, I wasn't aware of how much, how, okay, I'm just going to, for lack of a better phrase of how far ahead I was in terms of education. Sure. And so a lot of it is how can you scale that down of meet your customer where they're at? And so the biggest thing that we've had to adjust is the education of, you know, we, we obviously just launched this past year. We, we don't have the, the funding to dump millions of dollars in advertisements, you know, like you might get from our competitors, you might get those, those ads all the time to reach customers like that. It's a different sales cycle for us. And it's become very intentional with how we educate men. Um, so one of, you know, our best selling product is probably our hyaluronic acid. And that's a word that no guy knows, like <laughs> that's just not in his vocabulary. And it's one of the hottest ingredients in the entire beauty industry. And no one's heard of it if you're a guy. Um, and so it's, it's addressing that of like, we come in with a bias of like, oh, this is a hot ingredient. It works wonders. Everyone's going to love it. And then you make it go live and you're like, is that going to burn my skin? Is it an acid? And you're like, no, that's not even what it's a moisturizer. And so <laughs> you know, like you, you come in with a bias of you, you, you have a preconceived notion of what the market is going to think and how it's going to react. Um, and so you have to adjust to that. And so that's why I'm having these conversations with you. And that's why I'm so excited to create a community around the why, you know, like not just the how you do it, but the why. That's really what we've been focusing on this past year. And we've gotten buy-in from that as well. Um, you know, you talked about, we can, we can shout out Dennis at Building Men, um, a great relationship there as well of, he is that stereotypical guy and he's, he's a little bit older than you, you and I, and he never gave skincare a try, ever. Um, and when he heard of us, he, he's, he's so on board now of, wow, I feel a difference. I look in the mirror a little bit different. Um, and so that's the feedback we love. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it's so neat to kind of, I just, I love talking to other entrepreneurs, um, because it's like, like what you said, it's problem solving Yeah. pretty much 24 seven. And yeah, absolutely. I can only imagine, I know that, you know, like you said, you're, you are way further ahead than most guys just because of your background, but that also gives you the opportunity to dumb it down for the rest of us and say, here's the product line. Each one of these does something different. And this is why they're all so important as like the five in one. I keep sure. in the joke because like all guys are the two in one, three in one. So like, this is the new. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a good product line Did any kind of uh, thought process. I don't want to give away your uh, secret ingredients, but any kind of specific thought process go into specifically for men where the experiments, uh, you being a, a child of experiments, uh, sure. something to do with it or um, what, what, 
I guess the best question is like, what do men need and how did you kind of come down to that really yeah. finite approach? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we like to say that, that, you know, the building block of any skincare routine is, is a cleanser uh, and a proper cleanser. And, you know, we can get into the science behind what is a proper cleanser, but same thing. Most guys probably don't care, you know, just let me know it works. Okay. This one works. Um, but that's the building block. If, you know, I, I cleanse twice a day, once in the morning, once at night, that's, that's pretty standard. Um, and then after that is we're directly addressing skin issues that are common amongst all men. And so as men age, you know, fine lines, wrinkles, breakouts are common, no matter what age you are. Um, and then when it comes to, you know, just the texture and tone of the skin as you get older. So one interesting thing is that when it comes to men and how their skin ages, they actually, we age really slowly from, from here down. And why is that? It's, it's because we shave. And so a lot of men don't know that every time you shave, you're actually exfoliating. Big word, men, you've heard of it, might not know what it is, but what essentially what you're doing is you're removing that top layer of dead skin every time you shave, which is really good for you. That's why like the, the cheeks down men, men don't age as quick as women because women aren't routinely doing that. And so, um, that the adverse of that is men do age significantly from the top up because they're not routinely exfoliating the rest of their, of their skin. And so then what we're addressing is direct skin issues, such as, you know, wrinkles on the forehead, bags under the eyes, um, you know, fine lines in here, because that's just areas that men don't give attention to. So all of our products are, you know, hyper-focused towards finally addressing what you've neglected for so long. I'm blown away by the shaving. Yeah. A lot of guys don't know that. I'm blown away. Like I really, when you said it, I was like, you probably saw my eyes like get super wide. I'm like, wait, what? Light bulb moment. <laughs> but it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it really does now. I'm like, huh. And I think that's something great about what we do. And then what you do is that people will say, well, why is men's health important to you? And if you can fire off one or two things that are going to blow somebody's mind, they're like, sure. that guy yeah. knows what they're talking about. I've never heard that before. And I kind of, I mean, you could probably take that shaving thing. You should take that and run with it if you haven't already. Sure. But I, I mean, we do the same thing. Like it's kind of morbid. Uh, and I know we're having a, a good, happy conversation, but a lot of people are like, why is men's health important? I'm like three out of four suicides are men. Yeah. That's one. And that that's actually becoming a, a lot more of a common statistic. The other one that really blows people away is physiological erectile dysfunction. So not something based on medication or mental health, like just body precursor for heart disease. Wow. And so people, yeah. And no one's talking about it. Right. And like, you know, one of the top killers of people in general, men and women is heart disease. Yeah. 100%. I think it, I think it takes about 800,000 a year and it's between 450 and 500,000 guys a year. Yeah. So it's really its own epidemic, but it's not really discussed because it's one of those things that like wrinkles is a slow progression. Yep. So, you know, unfortunately in COVID you saw a lot of people get sick 
and they face it immediately and it was like the immediate results. And so we don't put as much uh, emphasis on the slow progression of something and you heart disease, you don't really see unless you know some indicators like ED, a few indicators yeah. here and there, high blood pressure, but you don't see it. But you see it on the skin and that that's something so fascinating. You can look at someone's skin and if, if you're trained, you can tell if they've got high blood pressure. If they, I actually have low blood pressure, which is actually pretty good, you know, yeah. in terms of, but when it comes to, when it comes to skin, I don't naturally have that circulation flowing as much, which, okay, my body's healthy, but okay, we have to treat that now for your skin of let's, let's get the blood flowing. But, um, your skin is a window to the healthy rest of the, to the rest of your body. Like all those indications will, will pop up. Um, and I love, I love that hey, you're addressing these topics that no one's talking about. Another great statistic is one in three chronic illnesses are, pre are preventable. Yep. That's probably my favorite statistic of, um, who in the United States is not predisposed to a chronic illness. I mean, if not one, multiple ones, just about everyone, if not everyone, one in three are preventable. I'll take those odds. Tell me what I have to do. And it's probably even higher than one in three. Um, you can't control everything, but you, you can certainly, there are certainly things that you can control. And then the other part of three and four suicides are men. That's horrific. But, you know, I always, when, when, and when we talk about men's health, it's really unpacking what masculinity looks like. Um, and so the best, I, I always bring this up when I'm talking about masculinity is I love a good Ernest Hemingway book. Like I love it. He, he you just get wrapped up in his characters, but he portrays this man's man of like, he's gonna, he's gonna fight a bull. He's gonna go fishing off, of <laughs> fishing off Cuba. He's gonna hunt lions. Like, like, yes, give me that man. And it's like, you get sucked into that, but you look at his own life um, and he ended up killing himself as well. And so it's, it's heartbreaking, but we, we have to talk about those things of getting men to talk to themselves. It's, it's just utterly important. For sure. And um, I'll, I'll turn it back happy again. I, I didn't want to, yeah. to curb it too bad, but that's a realistic thing. And I know some of our viewers, a lot of our viewers have probably heard those things. And when we go out in the community, you know, some people even look at us weird. I'm sure you get it too. Like, why do you care about skincare? Like, it's an ego thing to get over. It's a girl's thing. It's like, eh, I don't know about that. Like, I'm sure you hear that a lot. And, Absolutely. You know, that skincare is for women. Like, we're, we're men, we're macho. And it's like, well, looking good is good too. Yeah. It, it's okay to feel good in the body that you have. It's okay. Yeah. You can still be tough. Yeah. I'm sure um, if you haven't found one already, I'm sure you can find like a UFC fighter that cares about their skin. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just, <laughs> and, uh, he'll be the next brand ambassador. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be great. So, I mean, I, I kind of do want to get into that a little bit. Cause we've, you know, we see it like when we advertise for a local event or something, I'll have a lot of guys, like we had men on the mat this past Saturday I saw that. That's awesome. It was fun. We're, we have some really good content for it that uh, is getting worked on right now. So that'll get up there pretty soon. But um, 
you know, I even had guys come up to me that guys that do yoga, not say any names in case they're listening, but they're like, what's the whole point of this men on the mat thing you're doing? (laughs) Why do you give a shit about skincare so much? Yeah. So what do you have to say to those guys? Yeah. Uh, You know, you do get a lot of like, yeah, that's not for me. You know, just like the knee jerk reaction. And, and there is a little bit of an, like an ego that, that you have to get over. Um, even I'm sure you felt this of like, like I'm going to talk about things that most men don't talk about with each other, let alone talk about with themselves. I'm going to publicly put my face behind it. Um, I'm sure you, you probably went through a similar thing. Um, but eventually, you know, I think you realize that like, I don't know. Um, that a there 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 there's so many people in the world and how small the world is with with social media these days that there is a market for just about everything, sure. um, and so it is comforting to have people like yourself that are willing to talk about these things and and that makes it a lot easier. Um, but also, you know, for the guys that are like, you know, that are just gonna gonna shun something like that away, I, I think there's. I think there's something else going on probably of a lack of self dialogue also of anyone that is going to, you know, ridicule, you know, prioritizing your own health, physical health. Um, There's a lot more that's going on there and it's important to understand that and to understand where they're coming from because there's, there's things that they, they could probably uncover for themselves. And ultimately, you know, you can't be everything for everyone um, but you know, our goal is to be something to someone. So, you know, people that are willing to have these conversations, that's our target market that are willing to try something new that are on the road to self exploration. And a lot of times, a lot of that stuff is conceptual, but like you said, like skincare is such a great way to have a tangible example of self-care, like meditation, you like fantastic yoga, fantastic but like to have and yoga is probably more tangible as well but you know a lot of other stuff like you don't get to feel the physical benefits so much Um, it's more just mental which is obviously super important but you know we we like to say that skincare is like a gateway drug into proper self-care sure there's a a a high level of vulnerability that it takes to do something like what you're doing, like what we're doing. Um, I had to get over that. Yeah. It took me a while because, and I'm sure you've dealt with it as well as you're building a brand. And so you're saying, okay, where is this brand going? Yeah. What do we want to promote? Who are we promoting to? And I think realistically, you know, same thing with us. We're not going to hit every guy in the world. I mean, yep. you know, there's a lot of guys that think that what we do is dumb and cool. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, hope that you find something that helps you. And I think that you probably feel the same way, but to the people who do want to, who love your product or love like content and, and love what we do and love what you do, you have to be vulnerable. I mean, you really have to put yourself out there and I mean, you're clearly living the brand. You've probably been living the brand since before you can remember uh, to a certain degree. <laughs> and so I think in our journey, 
just thinking back, like, I think it slapped me in the face one day where I was like, you know what, if we're going to do this and make this work and not pharmacy, yeah. um, accountant drugs for the rest of our life, like we can actually do something cool. Uh, not that that's not cool to some people, but it's not cool to me. Um, I'm really going to have to expose myself more than I ever have. I'm probably going to have to do a lot of things that maybe I thought I would never do. Never yeah. been a huge social media internet guy. Um, but now I am. Dude, I feel you. Like I, I consider myself like definitely more on the introverted side. Um, I don't use a personal Instagram. Um, and I actually kind of loathe social media. <laughs> Not going to lie. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of toxic things out there. Sure. And I, I think there's a better use of a lot of people's time, but the exact same thing of, you know, if I'm going to build this, you know, what is it going to take from me? Is it going to be putting my face on, on the front of this? You know, you go through these thoughts of like, am I going to be become the skincare guy? You know, like, is this what I'm going to be known for? And you, you have those thoughts and you have those moments of doubt of, you know, like, okay, is this something I'm going to dive into? But then when you reflect back on, you know, what's the message I'm promoting? Can I get behind that? You know, cause like, like I said, skincare is not going to change the world. You know, like, am I going to get, am I going to die on the hill of our cleanser? Probably not. But am I going <laughs> to die on the hill of getting men to like, to just revolution and the word revolution is for a reason, you know, to revolutionize the way they look at themselves. Like that's what I will die on the hill for. And so um, you, you have to, you have to really reflect on, on the, the bigger reason of why you're doing what you're doing. And I'm sure, and, and even the whole process, like the past year for you, I'm sure like you've grown in ways that you didn't know you could you know, uh, you know, I didn't expect to be having this conversation today. Like that, that wasn't in the agenda this time last year, but I'm so glad I can, you know, it's the connections you'll meet. Um, I didn't think I would, you know, host my own podcast. I'm sitting in my bed last night and back to the social media thing. It's like, you know, I downloaded TikTok last night and it's like, shame on you. I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this something I'm going to have to, you know, Am I going to have to be visible here? Is this another way to reach men? Um, you know, not for my own consumption, but can I be using this platform to promote good, uh, to promote this message? And so there's a lot of humps to get over because that's just the nature of a business of an entrepreneur in, in the modern age to reach people. You gotta, you gotta meet them where they're at. Yeah. We downloaded TikTok too, like last week. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I made Steven do it actually. I was like, I'm not doing that. And yeah. I was like, we need to, somebody has to do it. Steven, yeah. you do it. And yeah. he's like, I don't want to do that. And so yeah. we jokingly we're like, yeah, we know we have to. All right. We'll download it. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, that, that was, that was literally my, my self conversation last night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, and, and, and that's going to be a whole other level of vulnerability for me. But if, if I'm not being vulnerable, how can I 
you know, expect other men to be, you know? Yeah. Like that, that's just hypocritical of pushing my own boundaries. Like for me, washing my face is not pushing a boundary, but that is for a lot of other men out there. So I have to look internally of like, okay, where can I push my own boundaries if I'm asking other people to do the same? Yeah, it's really, uh, it's, it's kind of neat because we, it's been tough in Tampa. I know we talked about the rain, like a couple old men a little while ago, but in Tampa, it's been raining and we have a, a river walk walk that we do every Thursday at 7.30. And sometimes the time fluctuates because we're lightning fans. So we want to see the games, but yeah. Okay. Good it's for been you. getting rained out a lot yeah. because we've just been having storms and tomorrow it looks like it's going to rain again and I'm going to be ready at 7.30, but I hope it's not pouring down rain. But the big point about that is if we're doing it and if we're walking on the river walk every Thursday night and we've noticed that it's like I said, it's playoff hockey season and whatever. So people are, you know, people are going to go to the game. I get it. Yep. But on the nights that we haven't had a game, we've actually, I think we've had as many as 10 people show up. Yeah. And we've been kind of working on how are we going to get good content out of it? So there hasn't been a ton of posts about it, but we advertise it. We're like, Hey, we're here at seven 30. Somebody, me, Steven, somebody is here at seven 30 to walk with you. It's, you know, a lot of times it's me cause I have a high energy dog and he needs to walk. So I'm there at seven 30. And what's really interesting about that is that when you start walking and you're just like, you know, BSing with people and like, we've had new people, we've had people that I've never met before in my life show up and they're just like, I don't want to do something different. Yeah. But if we weren't doing that and didn't have that program set up, how can people really take us seriously of like the, it really is like the truest form of small steps to make a big change. Yeah. It's, it's the a lot of people, including myself got out of shape over COVID. It was really easy to sit there and drink a 12 pack of beers. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> Extremely easy. <laughs> yeah. It really <laughs> I remember the day we got sent home from school and work and everything. I was like, I can drink beers tonight. Oh yeah. I'm going to go drink beers tonight. <laughs> and I think I, I think I drank a 12 and went to bed and like, was like, wake up, repeat. Yeah. It was really easy to get in. And I think, gosh, like probably the whole world got into that rut. Yeah. And so as COVID kind of the vaccination started rolling out. People were, you know, more and more herd immunity was getting developed. We're like, okay, we can really shoot out of this thing like a cannon because we've built essentially a marketing platform for the last year. Now that people are ready to go back out, and I think it'll be, I think they would also really be great for you too, is that people want to do something new and they want to do something different. So Maybe you'll find a bunch of guys that want to take care of their skin now because they were sheltered in COVID and maybe, you know, the stress gave them acne or whatever the case, the bad diet, the drink and whatever kind of yeah. made them break out. And they're like, Oh, I need to get rid of this. And so that was kind of our thing is like, if we can get guys walking on the river walk and coming to do yoga, everybody lifts weights. I don't care about that. I'm not going to go to the gym and show off, but doing those things, the different things, giving people a new option, think they're really going to have a great opportunity. And I think that's where, you know, GM revolution is going to be really successful. You're going to give somebody something new to do. 
Yeah. And, and, and I love that. Like everything you're saying and what you, you and Steven are doing, like the entrepreneur in me is just like going of like, yes. Like, and just thinking of like different ways you can in- engage the community and, um, and no, it, it is exciting. And, you know, it starts somewhere, you know, of like Rome wasn't built in a day. Apple wasn't built in a day. You know, you had Steve Jobs uh, and Wozniak in his garage for how many years, you know, like you got to start somewhere um, and, and forming that good solid base of the community to just get men talking, you know, just get men out, get like outside of, you know, outside of the, your barber, what other guy are you having deep conversations with? You know, yeah. like maybe one other person, you know? And so just to get men out there, get them talking, get them thinking, get them talking with themselves. I love it. Yeah. We're very like superficial creatures. We're like, Hey, what's up, Mike? How about those cars and those chicks? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I don't know what it is about it. Um, but it's never like, hey, Michael, how are you today? How'd your day go? Like, you know, we don't, you don't really get a lot of that. I mean, maybe with your close friends, but even with my friends, we're like, dude, did you see the race? Right. Yeah. At a certain point, I'm like, I don't care anymore. I don't right. know how you're doing. Yeah. So I was like, what's really going on, man? <laughs> how are you? No, like, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask, and, and we've seen it a lot too, is do you have a lot of women pushing their guys towards coming towards skincare? Yeah, it's, I've had a lot of, you know, when I launched, um, and I, I don't know how to even say this without like cracking a smile because we are, <laughs> we're superficial creatures and I don't know. <laughs> um, like I had, you know, a lot of, you know, girlfriends that, when I launched this, they were, they were excited about it. And so them introducing, you know, their boyfriends or their friends to it, like, of, I had a lot of people, um, you know, trying to force, force a basic cleanser on their boyfriend. Um, (laughs) And so tapping into that market has been, has been just because women present a different point of education for men. And that's the exact same education that came from me, from my mom. Um, and so the, the whole gap to get into skincare for men is filled by education. It's, it's as simple as that. And so we're really interested in, in engaging anyone who's going to give men that education, give them the why. And for a lot of that, it is girls. Um, and, and especially female estheticians are probably, you know, who I spend the most time DMing on Instagram is they already have a market for skincare and so it's like how can you get your men clients involved in well or how can you attract the men in your life to do these services for you so women are crucial when it comes to educating men of just showing them that there's another way and for some reason if a if a pretty girl tells a man to wash his face he's probably gonna wash his face yeah i mean we'll pretty much do anything for pretty girls ah, there's the lights again. <laughs> lights went out on you again <laughs> we will i mean yeah, we're, we're suckers for a pretty yeah, face. 100%. And, and if that's what it takes, okay. I, I can't tell you how many times, even when we, before Men's Health Unscripted even existed, we realized in healthcare, there's such a huge discrepancy. 
And more times than not, when we were doing stuff for school or, or kind of just testing the waters to really see if this was something that we wanted to do, more times than not, it was the women going, those guys are over there talking about men's health. Get your ass over there. Yeah. The guys are like, no, no, we're going to do that. And, you know, Cam, Cam helps us out with the podcast a lot. He's a, a loose cannon and he's great to have. He's like, get your ass over here and talk about your prostate, sir. <laughs> you see their face get red and they get really embarrassed, but it's things like that. The, the just the free flowing, being able to say it. Yeah. That they're like, you know what? If those guys are saying it, maybe I can say it. And doing that a couple of times and we started having guys come up to us and they're giving us like the laundry list of health things that they've had in their life. And they're like, Oh, we're getting people to open up. I was going to say like when, when they first start talking, is it just like a waterfall just gushes out? Like that's what I imagine it being of like everything stored up. Sometimes you, you have to engage a little bit and sure. you just have to say, Hey, do you have any questions about your health? Do you want to know about diseases? What do you want to know about? Yeah. That's kind of where we start tailoring our education. Mm -hmm. And when you hit something like that strikes a nerve, then it's the waterfall. And they're just saying everything under the sun that is either wrong with them or that happened to their brother. And you start really getting, that's what gets the conversation going. And once they open up that way and they know that you're not there for any malicious intent or to make fun of them, they, it's, it's, it's insane just how eye-opening it is to it. I mean, there's been times where I almost tear up because yeah. I hear these really sad stories. And then at the end, they, they just thank you for being there. And they say, we, we wish we would have had this 20 years ago. Yeah. And that, that 50 and up group is really difficult to talk to. No offense, guys, but you got to open up. Yeah. And, and it's stuff that's been packed away and like not only packed away, but then piled on and piled yeah. on. And it's like once it's out in the air, once you verbalize, I think like, like you said, like once it's verbalized, you can't look back. You know, it's out there. You know, you've addressed it now. Now the natural step is, okay, let's do something with it because it's still going to be there when you walk away from me. Um, yeah. And that, I mean, you know, that 50 and up crowd, like it, it's a generational thing too. You know, they were raised uh, very different from you and I. Sure. Um, you know, just the whole mindset of that generation is a very, you know, work hard, protect for the family mindset very different from our generation of, I mean, you know, my dad, you know, he, he certainly wasn't, wasn't thinking about skincare when he was my age, certainly wasn't thinking about, you know, men's mental health when he was my age. Um, so it's just a different mindset. I think that's the value that our generation can bring. But like you said, that 50 and up gener it's tough. It's, there's a lot going on there. They, Cause they've seen a lot more than us too. Just, sure. Just through life, through the times, and through life experiences, they've experienced a lot more than we have. So I got to ask, are you, I'm sure you have some target demographics, we all do. 
And a client's a client, you know, a client, if you have someone that really wants to buy into your program, doesn't matter how old they are, but you know, are you, are you looking to take a group of people and grow with them? Are you looking to reach out to the 50 and up and say, Hey, maybe we can, I, I don't want to say reverse. That's a really bad thing in medicine too, but you think, Hey, maybe we can help you a little bit with some of these wrinkles or maybe some of the acne scars from when you were younger. How are you, uh, how are you hitting that market? Yeah. So it, it's a couple of things. Um, one, when it, when it comes to consumer, um, you know, just, just, you know, web, go to website, click on product, buy product. you know, who are targeting for that is, is really, you know, young thirties, late twenties. Um, why? Because like I said, we're trying to meet men where they're at. I'm not going to try to sell you, you know, skincare because your skin looks really good right now. Um, so you would have the mindset of why do I need this? But when you, you start getting into the mid thirties, you, you know, it's, it's back to those acne days of when you've got bad acne, you will do whatever it takes to get rid of it, you know? And, and so not to that extent, but the same emotion starts to pop up again. Uh, like when you start seeing physical signs of aging, you're more willing to do something about it. Um, so that's, that would be our target demographic. But another part of it is since we, we are a professional brand of the, our products are used in treatment rooms, you know, all around the country every single day, uh, on, you know, by the professionals. So by estheticians. And so the other part of it is engaging with estheticians. Um, I actually have a, a, I've got a discovery call on Thursday with a male esthetician, which is in itself, you know, just another, you know, stereotype of, you know, him breaking down what it means to be a man in the beauty industry. Um, and so engaging with the professionals too, because that gap is educating. So people that are, you know, have the, the experience on the why, that's, that's really who we're trying to partner with. Yeah, I mean, we have, we're starting to kind of get our brand really going. Sure. And I can feel it. I, I think you've probably felt this too. You're like, all right, I'm starting to lock in now. Yeah, after the year. And, and the year and then coming into summer, you're like, there's an energy and I'm tapping into it. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, Florida throughout the pandemic was kind of known as the wild, wild west. Yes. And, <laughs> and, I, I was there three times in the past six months. So yes. Okay, cool. So, you know, and yes. it's almost like at this point, other than now that the CDC has kind of lifted the mask ban, if you're vaccinated and whatnot, you're, we're kind of starting to come back into it. And you can start feeling the energy in town. And I think a lot of it has to do with our sports teams are doing really good too. And it's just that there's a great energy in Tampa and, and this city is just growing so fast. And so we're, we can feel the brand really kind of starting to solidify and we know where we're going. And I, how did that feel? How maybe... You know, it seems like you've got a pretty good hold on it. How did that feel for you? I love the word entrepreneur. And it just like, I just, I love saying it. It's so much fun because you're really, you're doing what you want to do and you're doing what you love. So how did that feel for you? Um, and it's, it's something that we're, we're kind of just hitting, you know, into a stride right now of, you know, that first year, it's tough of, you know, realistically, when we, when we first started, you know, 
the, the target demographic that I just described was, was probably pretty different of, of that bias that I came in of, um, you know, when, when I first started this brand of, you know, engaging with people like men's lifestyle, like men's, men's fashion, you know, like people that I thought would be more willing, you know, to buy skincare products. Um, and so what I found is that really just this past couple months of forming relationships in a completely new community that I didn't, I didn't come in here expecting to find myself trying to insert GM revolution into this community of like, like unscripted men's health, you know, of like, what does that look like? And trying to insert yourself inside that community. Um, and so once you start to form those relationships, it's just reassuring of like, yes, this, this is why I'm doing it. This is the problem that we're addressing and it is a mountain to climb, but Hey, we're going to climb it, you know? Um, so it's just been fun. You know, the past couple months have been, have been some of the best months, um, just in terms of the relationships we've built and just where I see this going. Um, yeah, it's, it's been fun, but it's, it's not always easy. Obviously, you know, the, the life of the entrepreneur, it's, it's, it's not glamorous. I've, I've got a call after this, um, you know, I'll, I'll be on, on calls until 9.30 tonight. And then it's just a regular Wednesday night, you know, and, and when you're young and you start, you see other people of what they're doing with their lives, it's, it is a different lifestyle. Um, and you, you get into like a little bit of a, like a compare um, fallacy, which which is something to navigate, but when you, what, what fuels you is, is those relationships. And when you can tap into that energy around a brand. There's definitely some sacrifices that have to be made as an entrepreneur. And I think I'm fortunate enough that a lot of my friends are entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's great. And so, you know, uh, shout out to Gingerbeard coffee. I've known both those guys since I was 12 years old. I'll use them as a great example. Sure is they worked in the bank, they met at the bank and said, this sucks, let's go start a coffee shop. And guess what? We don't know jack about coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and they have, I love coffee. I've always loved coffee. They've got the best coffee. I'm not saying it because they're my friends or because I go there. They've got the best coffee in Tampa, maybe in Florida. Um, Just a normal black cup of coffee. Well, they specialize in nitro cold brew. And so yeah. the way they do it is just, it's so great. Cause like not to knock on Starbucks, but they suck. But anyways, um, you don't like supporting your local Starbucks. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee tastes burnt. <laughs> um, they don't dilute their coffee. You get the product. Sure. And it gets you hyper. I mean, like it's got some caffeine in it, but it tastes great. It doesn't taste watered down. You really get the coffee notes. You kind of, I'm getting off on coffee, but you know, that's, and that's, but seeing that the freedom that they have yeah. to run their business, conduct things in their personal lives, have families, have, has been like wildly inspirational to me. I have other friends like the owner of the yoga studio. I love that lady to death, Annette Scott. Shout out to you. Um, but, she runs that studio her way. And I'll say the perfect example is she, you know, in class, she was like, Hey, can you guys drop us a Google review? It really helps. 
Yeah, it does. And so I went, I wrote a really nice paragraph about everything that the yoga could make her day that could literally make her week. Well, yeah, I was like a lot of services at Kodawari and she's just like writes back on her business page from owner, Pat, your mom offers a lot of services too. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. And I'm like, there's a, there's a running joke about my mom at the yoga studio. It's just Pat's mom. It's nothing bad or derogatory. It's just, you know, they just say Pat's mom. Sure. And um, it's so great to see the freedom because a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners would never do that on their business page, but it attracts a certain kind of person and it attracts the kind of person that she wants at her business. Yeah. And the personal brand and the language you use. Absolutely. I've learned so much from them. And I, I ran a small business before pharmacy school too. And I kind of did some social deterrent things. It was a, a travel baseball organization. And I would run parents off all the time. I would do crazy, the craziest stuff because I'm like, if you don't like this, you don't need to be on this team. I'm going to be doing crazy stuff all the time. And that it, it works. And yeah. it's kind of neat because I think people are more likely to identify with somebody who's real. Yeah, 100%. Than like, oh, again, back to the superficial nature of it. Like, oh, this is just very surface level. They're just trying to sell me something, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, we have some products now. I'm happy if something we post on Instagram or post on YouTube or whatever changes somebody's life. Yeah. And we've gotten those messages. I know on our YouTube, we have people like, wow, you guys are really talking about this. No one talks about this. I don't want to go into the details of it, but it was kind of sad. And I'm like, hey, why don't you email us? I don't want to put this out on YouTube comments, but like, let's talk about this on email. The fact that somebody reached out to us was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. And that's why you do it, you know? Yeah. But that's it, you know, and, and you can, I don't know, I've, yeah, I've been reading, uh, I don't know if you've ever read Meditations by by Marcus Aurelius, but um, I've been reading that lately, and he talks a lot about uh, you know the concept of fame, of of why you're gonna do something, and how, um, you know, like think of all those people that have have searched for fame in the past, and he's very blunt with it, and he says you know they're all dead, yeah. um, and some of them, most of them, nearly all of them are still not even remembered. And so just really getting to the root of why you're doing something is super important. You know, we're, we're not doing it for fame. Um, you know, we're, we're doing it because, because this is what we care about. I think you and I both, and we're on this generational journey of, I mean, you know, realistically, I think men's skincare, men's health overall is going to take a generational change. I mean, it's, it's, we're not, you know, guys 50 and up, if you're listening, we're not giving up on you. Yes. <laughs> we're here for you. I think I'm not putting words in Michael's mouth, but we're here for you. <laughs> but I think guys our age, I'm in my early 30s. And the that 20s, 30s age, I think if we can get them and grow with them and show them a different way. Yeah. When we're 50. I'd really be interested to see where, how our stuff has just influenced the world. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that GM revolution is going to be super successful just 
in sharing this time with you. I know I'm going to be successful because I'm crazy as hell and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like the, what is it? The uh, unstoppable force hitting the immovable object. And I think you are. Yeah, it's certainly an energy that not a lot of people have, but you recognize it in other people when you see it. So I, I appreciate it. For sure. I, I can tell that you're just going to, you're going to crush through that immovable object. I can feel it. And, um, get there. Just like watching what you guys post and even just seeing how commercials are delivered now to guys. Uh, I don't, I'm sure you know this, but we saw a statistic when we first started it. We started Men's Health not knowing about money. Like we just wanted to do it because we love it. And it made people a little uncomfortable and that was fun too. Okay. Um, but the men's health industry is supposed to grow between 15 and $18 billion a year over the next five years. That's good news for us. It helps. <laughs> do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it for free, but yes, like it is, it, it feels good to know that you're kind of on the front end of a bubble yeah. And you can do something great for somebody and get paid for it too. I mean, that's like, yeah, I, I, I really hope, you know, one day, you know, if, you know, if I have grandchildren one day, uh, like, what was, what was the first business you started grandpa? Like oh, it was a it was men's skincare line. They're like, that's not entrepreneurial. Like everyone's <laughs> yeah. doing that. Like you don't understand. <laughs> no one was talking about this like that's best case scenario you know like even in, in your situation of like we talked about mental health for for guys and they're like yeah who isn't talking about it like that's the ideal situation you know right like oh grandpa you think you're some kind of innovator get the hell out of here yeah exactly <laughs> i think that's a great point i never thought about it that way i like that <laughs> yeah we'll see the time will tell obviously <laughs> well, Michael, it was a real pleasure talking to you. I hope that we can do this again soon. Yep, absolutely. Um, you, gotcha. I know you have some calls to make, and frankly, I have a lightning game to watch. I'm going to take tonight off. So, yeah. Um, but thank it's you. Watching the lightning, I'm just going to plug in. You know, my Hawks. That we're we'll be back. We'll be back. You know, right. it, we're down. It's fun to watch the lightning. You guys got a great team. Hawks will be back. Give it a couple of years. All right. I, uh, they, they've traditionally always had a really good team. So. Yep. We'll be back. But anyways, right. yeah, it was, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, and you know, hopefully next time we do this, we'll get, we'll get Steven in here too. We'll drive. Yeah. We'll get camera Steven on. It's just, you know, sometimes we're in our fourth year of pharmacy school and sometimes like a lot of my friends that listen, know. sometimes like you just can't be there. It's, it sucks, but um, I'm fortunate enough that I'm kind of on a chill rotation right now and they might have to take over for me if the next one gets a little out of hand. And I think that's what really being a team is all about. And Cam is always stepping up to the plate for crazy stuff. He, he came out and did hot yoga for the first time and I think it kicked his ass and he loved it. Yeah. Uh, hot yoga is another beast. I, done, <laughs> I did it once, never touched it again. Love yoga. Yeah. Never touch hot yoga again. Well, if you're down in Tampa, I'm taking you to go meet her. <laughs> right, she's going to tell you, she's going to say nutsack 500 times because that's yeah. who she is and it's going to be a lot of fun. Sure, we'll do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Michael. It's like,
just a super pleasure to talk to you. Love the entrepreneurial spirit. Keep up the great work. This is awesome. Thanks, man.